ever have that really panicked feeling when you're completely overwhelmed by your to-do list and yet you have no idea where to start or even what your next step is? I feel like this is so common with all of my clients. So I put together an entire episode. Yes, this is about how to set goals and believe me, it's not in the way you've always been told, but it's also about how to just break free from all of that anxiety and get really clear because when you're clear and you know what you're doing, how you're going to do it, and you know that you have the ability to take control and make it happen, it's really easy to see a lot of progress and a lot of success. So enjoy this episode of Level Up Your Leadership, all about breaking free from all that anxiety and stress and getting to really achieve your goals. Hey, welcome. We've got Lisa Kristen here, executive coach and host of this podcast, Level Up Your Leadership, where I'm here to help you take your leadership to the next level. So recently, I've been talking to people about overwhelm and anxiety. Yeah, you can imagine that comes up so often as I'm coaching individuals, but also as I'm just talking to any friends or anybody about how frenetic the pace is of life and particularly at work. There are so many new things coming to people's minds and coming to their plates, and they've never seen this kind of problem before. They don't really know what to do. They don't have enough time to think about it thoroughly or do the research or ask a lot of people's opinions. It's just so fast. And one thing that people have consistently told me is they suffer from indecision. They're overwhelmed. There are too many options or not enough options, or they just don't know how to make sense of anything that's happening. So today's episode is all about how to get some clarity and make some sense so you don't feel so overwhelmed and you can actually make a decision. And it comes down to three really, really, really simple steps to success. Now, I say they're really simple because they're very simple to understand. As you go through, you're going to be like, Lisa, this isn't rocket science. Why aren't you teaching us quantum computing and AI? No, all of the stuff I'm going to say here today is 100% usable. You can go out and use it today. Now, what most people don't have is this overview, this really clear overview. Here's the process of how I go from chaos to clarity. And these three simple steps will help you do it. Step number one, know what you want to achieve. Step number two, know how you want to achieve it. And step number three, know that you are in charge of achieving it. Like I said, not rocket science, right? And yet, most of us don't do it. So let me break down each step and give you the exact tips on how to make that a reality. So step number one, know what you want to achieve. The first thing that is so important here is there's a distinction between a goal and an outcome. And most people tell me, they come to me for coaching and they say, I want to get a job. I want to get promoted in my job. My friends, I'm sorry to tell you, that is not within your control. You can't decide if you're going to get the job. There are so many factors outside of you. For example, you may be an external applicant and they decide to hire someone internal. Nothing you could have done, right? So the first and most important distinction when you're goal setting is see what the outcome is and then take a step back from there and set the goal that is within your control. So I'll give you a pop quiz, okay? I'm going to take an example that's not in business, and then I'll also give you an example in business so you can see that this works in many different places in life. So if you think about an Olympic swimmer, 
Okay. This is, let's say, Jane. She wants to go to the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. She wants to win at the 100 meter freestyle. Okay. She wants to win the gold medal. Is that a goal or is that an outcome? Pause and think to yourself. Before you listen to this podcast, you would have said that's her goal. She wants to win the gold. No, that's an outcome because she doesn't have control over how fast the other people are swimming. The only thing she has control over is how fast she swims. So the outcome is she wants to get a gold medal. But the goal is to swim at a time that is the most likely to produce the outcome, to produce her winning the gold medal. Well, how can she figure that out? So she can look at what's the world record, who's likely to be my competition, how fast are they swimming? And then you can calculate a time. So you say, okay, actually, I think if I swim it in 51 seconds, that's very likely that I would get the gold. Okay, so once you have that broken down, you know what you want to achieve. It's not the outcome. You can't take action for the outcome. You can take action for the goal. And when you're setting a goal, you do want to go back to that SMART goal strategy. So you do want it to be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound, etc. So there's a reason that SMART goals came to exist because it helps you to keep them crisp and clear and specific. That way you can know, am I making progress? Am I achieving it, etc.? So for this woman, Jane, who's a swimmer and wants to win the gold medal at the Olympics, she's going to set a goal of, I want a swim time of 51 seconds. And then she's going to break that down. So where can I break that score down? You know, is it where I leap off and start to dive into the water where I could get some time? Is it my swimming? Is it my stroke? Is it my turn? Is it, you know, where are the places where she can gain some time advantages? And then you break that down into sub goals. So again, you have an outcome, you have your ultimate goal of what you want to achieve, and you break that down into sub goals. And that's how you know step number two, know how you want to achieve it. So again, when you've broken it down into sub goals, so let's say Jane the swimmer wants to build some muscle so she can jump off faster, build some cardio so she can you know, be underwater for a longer time. You can tell I'm not a swimmer. I'm just making this up. But she now has these different sub goals. How much muscle does she want to gain? How much of cardio does she want to work? So again, you now know how you want to achieve your goals. Now, I promised you I would take this out of business, but I would also put it back into business. So let's say that you're a job seeker. That's your outcome. So what is your goal within that? Well, maybe it's you say one of my sub goals is to build a network, right? But then you want to get really specific about it. It's not, I want to build a network. It's, I want to build a network. So how do I know what network to build? Hmm, I have to make a list of companies that I might be interested in. Okay, so how do you know what companies you might be interested in? Oh, hmm, maybe I need to make a criteria list. So actually, even though you said my outcome is I want to get a new job, you said my goal is to build my network, you have to do some sub goals in order to make that effective. So actually, your first goal isn't build a network. Your first goal is figure out the criteria list for which companies I want to work for. And then you can figure out who you're interested in. And from there, you can figure out who might I want to network with, right? So you can see there are very clear, actionable steps. Whereas if you just said, I want to find a new job, uh, what do you do with that? 
that's what causes anxiety and chaos. It feels overwhelming. It feels uncertain. You're not really sure exactly what to do. But when you break it down and you say, okay, I'm going to make a criteria list. Okay, I'm going to find out the people who work at the companies and I'm going to go to these events where they are likely to show up. Super clear and super easy to do, right? So that's why I say knowing how you want to achieve it is important. Now, here's a tip that I promise you most people don't do, and this will change your life. And it's all about accountability. So what that means is you're committed and you say, okay, I'm going to set this goal and I really want to make that criteria list, right? Everybody has the best intentions. So we all mean to at some point make that list, right? Like, but then life gets in the way. So what happens is your everyday work is hard, you know, your kids get sick, whatever, whatever excuses that we have, and it falls to the bottom of the list. And somehow it keeps bothering us. Oh, I keep meaning to do this list, but I can't make any progress on the networking until I have the list, but I can't make the list. And we're stuck. So what you can do is actually turn your intentions into actions. And what is this one key differentiator step is set a time to complete the task. And when I say set a time, I mean set a time. So you don't just say, okay, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to figure this out. Or uh, before, uh, you know, next month's meeting, I'm going to finish this thing. No, you don't say before then. You say, okay, I'm going to get to precision. I'm going to say on Tuesday of this week. But don't stop there. And this is what I'm telling you is going to be the key difference for you. It's not, I'll do it on Tuesday, because again, life gets in the way. You wake up, you say, oh, I'm tired. I'll just get to it later. Work runs late. Oh, I have to rush to do dinner. Oh, after dinner, you know, I have to finish this thing from work. And now uh, I'll just do it Wednesday. But Wednesday's the same. And Thursday's the same. And Friday's the same. So instead of saying on Tuesday, you get really clear. You say on Tuesday morning. Guess what? That's still not even clear enough. I know it's really annoying. Believe me, I know. But when you commit and you say, I am set and I am going to complete this on Tuesday morning before breakfast, you start to build it into your calendar and into your to-do list in a way where you say, this is when it's going to get done, period, full stop. So you really want to also think about Before Tuesday morning comes, what are the likely things that are going to get in my way of me not doing it on Tuesday morning? So you might say, "Uh, you know, I'm really tired in the mornings. So you could say, okay, I might want to snooze my alarm. I know that that's likely. So I'm going to ask my partner to literally roll me out of the bed, (laughs) get me out of the bed, whatever it takes, because I'm going to do it Tuesday morning. I'm committed. Or you say, okay, I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to be too tired Tuesday. So on Monday night, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to start brushing my teeth at 9 p.m. So I'm in bed by 10. No excuses that I'm too tired on Tuesday. So once you have your commitment to a specific time, you can make arrangements to plan around it to make sure that it happens. And believe me, when you have that form of accountability, things get done. You will be shocked at the progress that you can make when you've broken down your outcome into a specific goal and your specific goal into sub goals that are absolutely attainable. Get a new job is freaking overwhelming, but build a criteria list. That's totally doable, right? It helps you to have the momentum to keep moving forward. And the last simple step 
to having success in your career, in work, in life, and achieving any goals that you want is to know that you are in charge of achieving it. So many people learned from school, from going to school, that there's a teacher and there's a student. And the teacher comes with a lesson plan and the teacher tells you what you should learn and tests you on the facts and there's a right and a wrong. And the student does their best to study what the teacher has told them to learn. Real life does not work that way. In real life, the student is responsible for understanding what steps they want to take, how to get there, and actually making them happen. So, so many people show up to their careers or their jobs or a mentoring opportunity or life, and they're just going to wait until someone comes and tells them what to do, or someone comes and tells them now is an opportunity for you to move. Why is it that you haven't asked for a promotion recently? Are you waiting for your boss to say you're good enough to get the promotion, or are you actively taking responsibility? Also, if you ask for a promotion and your boss says you're not ready yet, take it a step further. Great, boss. What will it take to get me to the next level? What skills do I need to acquire? What is the gap between where I am and where I need to be? And then go fill that gap. Again, don't be scared to stand up and ask for the things that you want in life. This is your life. These are the things that if you wait for someone to hand it to you, you're going to be really dissatisfied. And after all of this, like I said, these are just three super simple steps to success in achieving your goals, in getting clarity, and in not feeling so overwhelmed and not feeling like, oh, I just don't even know where to begin. So I'm just going to Netflix binge for the rest of the evening because I don't even know where to start. Break it down to really easy, achievable goals. You will be amazed with how much progress you can make. The panic that you felt when it was overwhelming and uncertain and new and moving too fast, it will go away. And you will feel so confident in what you're achieving and how much you're achieving and how much progress you're making that you'll continue to do it. So I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and I hope it's helpful. Will you do me a favor? Leave me a comment on my blog or on iTunes or on LinkedIn, wherever it is that we're connected. And if we're not connected, come connect with me. I'd love to know how you actually implement these tips, what kind of things you could create and manifest in your life when you're using these tips. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Level Up Your Leadership. If you're interested in learning more about today's guests and the topics we've discussed, check out the show notes on www lisakristen.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please go to iTunes to subscribe. While you're there, it'd be great if you could rate and review the show. And if you really like the show, I would appreciate it if you shared the word on social media. As always, thanks again for listening. Listening.